By now we all have at least a basic understanding of what blockchain is and how it works. We also know which cryptocurrency was the first, and that would be Bitcoin. The main objective of this class is to draw the distinction between cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology. So, what is a cryptocurrency? Currency is a system of money in general use in a particular country. Crypto comes from the word cryptography. Cryptography is the art of writing or solving codes. It has evolved in the computer science as a method of using advanced mathematical principles in storing and transmitting data in a particular form so that only those for whom it is intended can read and process it. This has to do with the encryption and decryption of data. Now the oldest form of cryptography is like hieroglyphs back from the days of Egypt. The earliest recorded form of cryptography was in 1900 BC. So the purpose of this communication is to get a specific message or data to an intended recipient and no one else unless otherwise intended. So this has got to do with cryptography. In fact, I recommend a movie called The Imitation Game. It's an awesome movie which is based on the urgent need to decrypt the German Enigma code during World War II. Okay, so this relates to um, encryption, decryption and cryptography. It's always interesting to look at where we have come from, where it's evolved from. And like I've just shown you, it, the earliest form is from Egypt, 1900 BC. And uh, we've come a long way. Okay, so let's carry on. A cryptocurrency is a person-to-person -person electronic payment system which uses cryptographic functions to facilitate the secure transactions. Most cryptocurrencies leverage blockchain technology to gain the three core pillars of blockchain. Can someone tell me what those three pillars of blockchain are? They're public, private, and they're hybrid. Ooh, okay. These are different types of blockchain, but I want to know the three core properties, the three things of blockchain which make it special. Um, the proof of work. Proof of work is a consensus, consensus algorithm. So remember guys, yeah, is blockchain so. is a database, but what makes it different to other databases? What are the three special things about this type of database that oh, makes that. it different to well, another? So. Immutable, immutable I heard decentralized. Again, immutable, decentralized, and? Transparent. Fantastic. Good job, guys. Okay. Alright, so, cryptocurrencies are essentially a digitized form of currency, most of which are powered by their own iteration of blockchain. Because each blockchain has different applications and markets, there may be various differences between each. Okay, so an electronic payment system needs three things, accounts, balances, and transactions. What is the problem a payment network needs to overcome? The answer is a double spend. So yeah. a double spend is the action of spending the same amount of value twice, essentially doing it fast enough 
so that the checking system doesn't realize until it's too late. So how does a centralized system solve this problem? Boom. They've got massive amounts of computer in a centralized location and they know what every, all the money that Peter has, John, Tabo, and Raj. Okay? So they know how much money everyone has and they facilitate all the transactions. So how do cryptocurrencies solve this problem? With a decentralized system like blockchain, it is, it is the responsibility of various nodes on the network to validate each transaction and make sure there are no double spends. Now, there's no such thing as a perfect system, but as far as blockchain technology goes, it is more secure than what we have. Now, I know that Brenton went into some of the consensus mechanisms and the incentive structures um, to give you an idea of how it works. There's a little bit of overlap. So, remember that each node needs to carry a full record of the past, transa past transactions to validate that future transactions are legit. Question for the class. Seeing as this is Bitcoin being mined, which consensus algorithm is being used? Proof of work. Okay, good job. Let's get back to cryptocurrencies and leave blockchain for a bit. So just with that proof of work, all the nodes on the Bitcoin network, each node that is mining the cryptocurrency is facilitating transactions and in return they are getting a reward. So everyone's incentivized to be truthful and to play the game correctly so that they can get paid. If a random node or computer tries, tries or involuntarily makes a mistake, then it will uh, not be validated. So, properties of cryptocurrencies. Let's go through that. Number one, free of permission. If I want to send a crypto to someone in Peru, I don't need to phone my, my banker and ask him, hey, please, can I send some money? And uh, how much do I need to pay you to send him money? None of that. Okay. Number two, irreversible. If, I, if, I'm, if I'm into send, send 10 HTML to Steve in Durban and I accidentally send 100, that's a little bit, that's too bad. It cannot be reversed. Hopefully Steve in uh, South Africa has a good heart and sends me back 90 HTML coin. But basically transactions cannot be reversed. Number three, highly secure. Okay, I think we have an idea of how that works now. Instantaneous, plus minus. So there are different cryptos and each has a different TPS, transactions per second. But for all intents and purposes, we call it instantaneous. Because even if it takes a few minutes, considering if I want to send a thousand dollars, thousand rand to another country, it's going to take some days. So for all intents and purposes, it's instantaneous transactions for cryptos. Number five, anonymity. <laughs> okay, so that is partially true. If someone sends Bitcoin to someone else and someone looks on the Block Explorer, they're not going to know that uh, Steve sent John five Bitcoin unless they know Steve's address. Okay? Uh, and there's a lot of misconceptions in the mainstream that Bitcoin is totally anonymous and the cr criminals love it because it's anonymous. 
actually Bitcoin is far more traceable than a lot of fiat transactions. Uh, like if you are exchanging cash, that is quite anonymous. Many criminals are being caught because of their being traced through Bitcoin. Uh, there are privacy coins out there. I will talk a bit later about the different types of cryptos that you get. There are privacy-related cryptos which are far more private than other cryptos. And the last point here, controlled supply. Okay, so most cryptos out there have a fixed supply. Unlike the fiat currencies, I don't know if you've all noticed recently, the Fed and the monetary system in America, they've basically issued trillions of dollars out of thin air because of the global catastrophe and the financial crisis, which has been getting bigger and bigger. So they just print money out of thin air, and that doesn't come without its consequences. But the point is that cryptocurrencies, for the large part, most of them, once you create your crypto, you have predefined the supply. Let's get some terminology out the way. There is Bitcoin, which is the first true cryptocurrency. Then all other cryptocurrencies are referred to as altcoins. So there's Bitcoin, and if you hear about an altcoin, it means it's a cryptocurrency other than Bitcoin. It's not a great distinction, but it's good to understand the terminology. Some people ask, what is the difference between a coin and a token? Let's use HTML coin as an example. As the name says, it's a coin. And, the, and it is the gas that powers all transactions on the Althash blockchain. All the cryptos created on the Althash blockchain are HRC20 tokens. So think about Ethereum. You've got the Ethereum blockchain. And Ether, or Ethereum, is the gas that powers all the transactions. All the tokens that are, all the ERC20 tokens created on the Ethereum blockchain are tokens. So they don't have their own individual blockchains. They are part of a blockchain. And they are created through smart contracts. Carry on with the example. To send an HRC20 token on the Altash platform, like Codex, or Bunk, or Cryptic Mag, you would be using HTML coin as the gas. Okay, so for any transaction or data entry onto the Altash blockchain, you would be spending a fraction of an HTML coin to send a token or to put data on the blockchain. Different kinds of cryptocurrencies. Now, I'm not going to go into too much depth here because there are teachers coming up in subsequent lessons who will go into a bit more detail. So number one, you get securities. Now, utility coins or utility cryptos are digital coins or tokens which are used to gain access to a specific platform and or application. So HTML coin is a utility crypto because you need it to access the Althash web platform, the dApps, or to, to do anything on the Althash blockchain. So that means HTML coin is a utility. Um, and there are loads of cryptos out there, and you should be able to identify, is this a security, is it a utility, or is it a privacy crypto? Now, as the name tells you, it's about privacy. Privacy in what? So cryptocurrencies are 
digital assets which you can send and receive. Privacy cryptos are, you're able to send and receive them more anonymously than, say, Bitcoin, which is not truly anonymous, as I mentioned before. Uh, but there are also privacy cryptos out there which do a hell of a lot more than just send and receive cryptos. You can send and receive messages, files, browse the internet. But I'm not going to go into too much detail with that right now, but it's always good to understand the crypto you are looking at. What is the value proposition? What are they looking to achieve? Number four, you get stable coins. Now, it's called a stable coin because while we all know that the crypto, the, the crypto space, cryptocurrencies are very volatile in nature with regards to their price and associated their value. The crypto space in Bitcoin, it's all very volatile, as they say. Stable coins aim to be more consistent in their value. Now, I do, I do not promote Tether at all. I'm using it because it's a common example. Tether is supposed to be pegged to the US dollar. But there is a lot of controversy there because there's never been a true audit of Tether to prove that the, 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 the supply of Tether is backed by actual US dollars. Okay, so the concept is that Tether is backed by real US dollars. I don't know if you all know about Libra. That was the crypto that Facebook wanted to launch. That was intended to be a stable coin backed by multiple other companies and corporate, corporates with various products and services. So a stable coin is usually backed by an asset. There are a few cryptos out there which try and back a crypto by gold or silver and that sort of thing. Okay, don't worry guys, we're going to have questions in a bit. So my recommendations for people who want to get involved with cryptocurrencies. Now when I say get involved, I'm not talking about investing, I'm not talking about money. Okay guys, there are many ways you can get involved with a cryptocurrency. Number one, research everything you can about the cryptocurrency project that you want to know more about, including but not limited to reading the white paper, joining the community and asking questions. Get to know the technology and what it aims to achieve. If you feel that a project looks promising because it meets your predefined standards and you feel you understand what the possibilities are, Look at your community and the wide world at large and see where you can leverage your own skills, enthusiasm and knowledge to bring about positive change. Carpe diem, seize the day. That's sort of like one of the mottos that I follow. Alright guys, that's the end of my presentation. Now I'm going to go into questions. Let's do it one at a time. I'm going to look at the chat you can talk or you can message me in the chat tell me what are your questions with regards to cryptocurrency hey vince um i have one question go for it um in terms of uh, security uh, coin could you just go over that again um in terms of what a security coin aims to do okay <laughs> this is a question I, I honestly i've researched this question on google so many times Something that promises return on investment. One more question I have. It might be a silly question. Um, what's the uh, type of, um, in terms of Bitcoin, wh what would that be? Would that be a utility coin? 
No, definitely not utility for crypto. I mean, for Bitcoin. So for me, Bitcoin is a security. But um, like I said, don't uh, take that as the gospel truth there. So Bitcoin is not a utility. It's not privacy. It's not stable. So by process of elimination, I put it as a security because it's something that has to do with um, store of. It, for me, it's a store of value. That's my personal preference. Um, Vince, another question. Could you give examples of what a, let's say, one example of a, a typical coin right now in, uh, in today's time of, let's say, utility, privacy, and stable? Just one of each, yeah. if, you, if you can, just off the top of your head. Great. Okay, so for security, now again, like I said, take this with a pinch of salt. For me, Bitcoin is a security. It doesn't have any use for me other than being a store of value, something that um, may or may not bring a return on investment for me later. Okay, that's how I feel about it. Now, utility. Now, I've given you two examples of HTML coin and Ethereum. There are blockchains where other third-party developers can come and build applications and decentralize applications on the platform and the crypto in question, whether it be Ethereum or HTML coin, that is the gas to use that blockchain. So it's utilized in that way. So it's a utility. Now, privacy crypto, the, one of the most well-known privacy cryptos would be Monero. It's not my personal preference at all uh, for various reasons I won't go into, but it's a, it's a transactable crypto that you can send back and forth privately. My personal preference for privacy Crypto would be ultranote because the value proposition there is far higher. You can send messages, send files, you can browse the internet, you can use, the, you can deposit your coins in a special function in the wallet. They, they're constantly developing, and it's all privacy orientated. So don't always look at the mainstream and say, "Oh, Monero is the best. It's the most expensive. It's the most expensive, most well known. It must be the best." Stablecoin, like I gave the example of Tether, it's supposed to be backed by the US dollar. Um, and there are multiple, st there's also the Brazilian crypto, I think it's called a Reace, uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, and that's backed by the, I think the local currency. 